0: You are listening to Startup Story Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Startup Story Podcast. Today we have with us Satendra Singh from Propel, who is CTO of this fintech company. So welcome to our podcast, sir. How are you today?
1: Yeah, thanks a lot uh, for giving me this opportunity. I'm doing great.
0: Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. We are glad to have you today with us. So let's dive right into this podcast. And as you are Chief Technological Officer, we would like to know what is the role of a CTO in a FinTech company?
1: uh, Typically, a role of a CTO, uh, a CTO or a Chief Technology Officer in in general, in a FinTech company is to provide uh, technical leadership directions for the organizations. And it may also include like setting up the overall technology, strategy and roadmap. And as well as like you know managing the development and implementation of new technology and systems, and it actually becomes more interesting when you are a you are a CTO of a startup company because at that point you actually have to wear a more than one hat. Like for me, like I'm along with the CTO, I'm also taking a hat of an architect and as a developer as well. So coming to uh, general responsibilities and things like CTO also needs to ensure that the company's technology infrastructure is robust is scalable secure at the same time it is compliant enough and regulated as well and uh, additionally i would say a cto also may be responsible for managing a team uh, of technical professionals like, for example, in in, in an ecosystem of in a startup and you know, like mostly for us as well, we are a very young uh, team right now so there I had to also get in like helping them resolving their day to day issues so that may also include that's one of the i would say responsibilities like you know and it also includes like setting up the team and what is the right ideal teams like including software developer data scientists it staff and more than that uh, the role of a cto is also to collaborate with the other executives other teams to derive innovations digital transformations and um, and supporting them like you know achieving their goals and targets so in a nutshell i think these are view of uh, the role that a CTO has to play
0: wow that's totally look like you're a multitasker at your job
1: <laughs> that's yeah, I, amazing. I think a startup uh, startup is a very different uh, thing altogether yeah
0: right right um I I bet our listeners would be really interested to know like what technology do you use at Propel?
1: See, when it comes to a uh, technology as such, like, you know, uh, the more is that technology is helping us to solve certain problems. And and that's how the choices of the technology comes in picture. So pertaining to uh, the problems and like we, we say, we go with one single liner, which says that uh, propel won't propel is to democratize the education ecosystem as well. So when I said propel to democratize the education system, uh, education system itself is very vast. like you know it's not just getting an uh, right education, but also like uh, suggesting what is the right education. Then after education, where the uh, person sh- uh, where the uh, student should go, also the finance support is required. also the mentor support is required. So there are a lot of things into it. And also the education is itself is a different types of education. Like, you know, we do ed tech, we do engineering, MBA, vocational, non-vocational. So there are a lot of things out there. So the first thing that we come when we had to choose this technology is more than technology. It was a strategy in that. So we started with a concept of what we call as in, um, platform thinking. So platform thinking allows us the capability to uh, model this in a naive word, if I have to say in a layman way, uh, to model the whole ecosystem in a virtual world, and then let the business, let the innovators build products, solutions on top of it, and do a lot of experiments in a quicker way to uh, to change that or to give better solutions. So with that, with that one thinking, we have started with distributed systems. We uh, we mainly follow what we call as a microservices architectures. Uh, with that, like microservices are data-driven architectures in all together, and and provides a customer 360 view in in a coming way. So that is what we are uh, moving towards. So for that, like the underlying technologies we are using, like you know, uh, AWS infrastructure and services, uh, we are using for data-driven, like Kafka sort of a technology, which is itself has proven itself. Also, apart from this, there are certain other uh, design things that we follow, like domain-driven design, clean architectures. So these are things, and more on choices of like languages and the uh, and the underlying things. So we follow, we value more the more to a problem than like which tool we are using. So it's more of that we follow a polyglot, polyglot approach approach, in which like it is. It, it is the problem in uh, the problem, whichever technology or things that we can deploy to solve that problem is what we choose. Okay, uh, So for example, for our UI and things, we have used react and react native because that's how we are following what we call as a micro front end uh, architecture and design so that our, uh, uh, our front end to mobile development, everything looks seamless and we can utilize a lot that way and for our backend things we use react uh, for a backend thing we use node type script spring golang so it depends like which sort of a problems we are solving so that's how we choose technologies and all uh
0: th- that's great amazing uh like i'm not a tech nerd so for people like me who are not into much technology we would yeah. like to know like how is the technology you use different from technology used in an it company
1: that's an interesting question even uh, when i joined fintech i think uh, that was a few of the questions that i had also Uh, so uh, more than technology i would say it is the correctness of the system that is more important uh, because here uh, the money is involved and uh, and the money is flowing between different parties okay so so that's more important is the correctness of the system has to be there so whatever technologies we are deploying it has to make sure that the correctness of the system is being achieved at any scale uh, going with that we also deal with a lot of PII data like customers personal data so uh, it becomes and then we have to make sure that uh, the privacy is always being maintained and the security itself has to be at par so when we are doing any underlying technology okay uh, so privacy, security, auditing is one of the things that we have to go with that. And on top of these, like uh, every choices of the technology needs to uh, be aligned with the regulations. So we know that FinTech is a highly regulated uh, ecosystems with a lot of regulators. So it is always very important that uh, the technologies and things that you choose has to be um, aligned with those regulations as well. So these are very important thing because everything uh, in our work like is being, needs to be highly audited as well. So that's how the, the use of the technologies changes here, like, you know, uh, and uh, probably uh, we have to make sure that these things along with the technology uh, comes up. More than that, uh, I would say, considering like scalability is uh scalability along with high level of security is itself a challenge so that's how it makes one of the other thing as very different from general uh, development that we do
0: that's good to know um can you tell us what are the some of the challenges that you face at work like what are some things that you might find difficult and you
1: have gone through and overcome over it see as i uh, i think in our previous talk also like we mentioned i mentioned like uh, fintech is kind of a very highly regulated and uh, uh, domain itself okay, with very different uh, regulators so one of the uh, most uh, challenging thing i would say that we generally face every day is like every bits and pieces of the work that we are doing has to be aligned along with regulations itself okay and uh, we can't just do anything uh, just like that key I have to do I have to do something uh, in implementations then the problem is then the question comes up is it is this the solutions which will follow all the regulations or not so that's very important so I think that that makes our work uh, a bit more challenging there because we also have to understand the regulation part as well. The next thing, being a part of the startup, like, you know, uh, the more challenge that comes us is like, uh, along with the growth, the growth is itself is a challenge. Because as a startup, like we are also like growing like 3x, 4x, and we have grown so far and our uh, further growth is being like, envisioned uh, like 3x, 4x again. So growth is a challenge. Now the the major challenge that comes to tech because that's how the tech is here, like you know, uh, to uh, uh, to provide a scale to solve the problem at mass level, and at the same time we have to maintain our cost, we have to maintain our resource utilization as well. So one of the major challenge that happens while we are achieving growth is how do we control the uh, like how do we control the cost utilization and resource utilizations. As we grow, because then only we will able to justify that growth as well. Uh, because as per our organization, I think uh, we we are trying to be always profitable. That's another thing on us. So we try to so choices that we make along with that is uh, that only that along with the growth we have to put some sort of a control also. Also, uh, one of the challenge that we face, like you know. Uh, it's a day-to-day sort of a thing since propelled is not solving a problem for tire one Tier two cities propelled is solving the problem for pan india and we are going from tire one two three cities and i think our sales and uh, business development team is already started penetrating on the long tail of what we call as a tire three and nook and corner of the uh all pan india so now as we go with different uh, uh, different demography, different places like, you know, our customer segments change, our target customers change. So now there are, there are high demands from the product team, from the solutioning team to start bringing up new product, new solutions, new experiments uh, pertaining and targeting to different customer segments. So so now we need to be very agile in that as well. Uh, along with whatever we are doing it so that we can quickly make prototype quickly build products and then quickly do experiment if it works then accept otherwise it remains because we are also learning right now uh, this ecosystem this ecosystem is something which is yet to be disrupted so this is also a learning for us so i think these are few of the major challenges uh, I would say that we face uh, in any of our tasks that we are executing currently
0: That's, that's nice actually many of the startups go through uh, same kind of uh, they are mostly relatable to what you are uh, saying right now and I think it might be really helpful for people who are de- deciding to take a, a new startup and just go into it
1: so, oh, I agree, I um, agree. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Can you please let me know like what was the latest challenge that you resolved and how you just resolved it? Like, it would be really great to know. Um,
1: so, um, uh, coming to our previous discussion itself, like, uh, uh, the challenge is that so one of the challenges that I mentioned was the growth itself. Okay, so coming to like we since last one year, uh, we have like 3x sort of a growth and uh and this year again we are targeting uh, the next finance in fy uh, 24 we are again targeting for the next another three sort of a group. so coming to that sort of a things like uh as i mentioned the the major challenge that had been for us was uh, maintaining a cost as the growth goes we should be trying to as flat as possible with respect to the cost and the resource uh, resource utilization when i said resource is not Uh, the developers and all, it's all underlying infrastructure services and things that we are using. So that's how we, that was one of the challenges that we had it. And I think uh, with my team, uh, we had this discussion at the, uh, at the starting of the year itself. And then we came up uh, with the reduce elastic systems. So elastic system ensures us like to have like as the demand generation goes and down, okay. our resource utilizations accordingly meet up so coming to like for example our sales growth happens like jan feb May, march or like june july is kind of a high peak for us because that's how the admissions and things happens but probably say september october November is kind of a uh, low pace like very less uh admissions and things happen so that accordingly my cost utilization should also vary and that is how we will able to be a profitable company that is how we will able to justify the that use of the technology so that's how uh, that's how our strategies had been and those challenge so we came up uh, uh, with that like and we build an elastic system that has ensured that our cost is kind of aligned with the growth patterns that we follow during the year not like uh, by just by a target So that's one of the things Uh, and uh, some of the latest challenge if I have to again go away from the growth was, as I mentioned, it was a regulatory as well. Uh, Recently, RBI has recently come where they had changed the whole regulations, the way the the disbursements were happening from the NDFCs and the bank. Okay, and um, yeah, so so that is where uh, our constant challenges has been and I think uh, we are also looking to bring some framework so that whenever the regulatory ch- changes happens, okay, our uh, our systems, our strategies should be that it has to have a minimal impact, and we could able to uh, incorporate those uh, those changes as well, and then go ahead with it. So that's how uh, that's how we have, and then I think uh, with this particular RBI recent disbursement uh, things change somehow we had already started working towards that that helps us out in uh, uh getting this uh, change accommodated like within two to three days which has and 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 also uh, with that strategy it also helps us that we did not take even a single day downtime and we could able to adopt that regulation changes so that was one of the few changes and as as we have already uh, discussed around uh, since we are moving pan india and all our platform designs uh, uh, that we are doing it right now to be on a platform thinking base where we can uh, uh, allow the product, allow the business to start thinking about new product, new innovations, go to market strategies and, and also builds a lot of experiments on top of it. So that is what our consistent challenges being that, like, are we building the right product? What is the right way of building this platform? so a lot of learnings that is coming up and then incorporating so these are few of the latest challenge that we have because now we are now moving into tier 3 cities with long tail uh, visions that i investment and so now the challenge uh, that we just faced is that uh, 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 are we ready for the tier 3 cities or not like to do those experiments so those were few of the challenges that we have just faced is latest i would say yeah and i think somehow we could able to resolve all of them so far
0: that's really insightful to know and really motivating as, as well so uh, as you said uh, I, that our democratizing access to education that is the propels tagline yeah. so I'm very really intrigued by this tagline because it is like really important in today's world that each and every one of us is educated enough to uh, start with something that make, they can make cash off so, how do you align your work with the philosophy of your world, which is to like democratizing financial education?
1: See, I, um, I think at the beginning of the talk, uh, I just mentioned that like, you know, I come from a very small town, uh, from Prayagraj in Uttar Pradesh, from where I've seen uh, my friends and uh, 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 friends and people like who are not able to get their uh, education and uh, make their dream come true and similarly like since i since like i came from relatively well to do families so that i could able to uh, get uh, those opportunities and then came to bangalore and probably i'm doing one of my dream job right now so uh, or the work that i see get so so if i connect myself like you know uh, so uh, going like and what the same so i've seen that problem so now when i was in college uh, we also started one startup okay, uh, that was to Help the students, uh, 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 making pro- making them more professionals like third year or fourth year students, and getting their, uh, uh, getting them some sort of an assistant uh, by uh, helping them getting some freelance projects and all, and so that they can pay off their uh, financial needs and all. So that was a very small thing uh, before stepping. So those were the things uh, that we also realized at a very beginning of the problem. So when I was in Bangalore and I met uh, Victor. Brijesh and Bibhu uh, when initial days like you know and then this was the problem that these guys discussed with me uh, when the journey was about to start here like it was started they have already started it it's just that the very initial no tech was there and then we had we were discussing it so then I could able to relate like uh, things because uh, I could able to relate it well because I've seen those things so so that's how the first thing that aligned to me was that this philosophy was that like uh, I do believe on that and currently also like you know day to day uh, we are trying to make our product we are trying to make our tech or anything so our major one single pointer that goes into the tech team also is like the customer obsession when I said uh is like the the end customer that we have it like you know i won't i don't want to call them a customer but uh, the the end students that is there who is trying to uh, get a education we want to always make sure that uh, their journey with propelled in getting their right education and fulfilling their dream we are always there Uh, and anything that is required to even go ahead and support that student sometimes some of the problems if we've been facing our developers also get into a call and help them out in solving some of the things so so if i really have to say that why i'm uh how did i get myself aligned to it so it was one of the things that is very close to me as a problem and is still i think uh, we are uh, i'm very close to this problem and looking forward a day when we actually make our dream uh uh Uh, make our dream or like uh, uh, propels vision dream of rather than just democratizing one of the other problem statement we have is that can we underwrite uh, students based on their future income rather than the current income if that is how we are going to make a difference and with this small uh, contribution in the society of making a difference I think I'll be going to feel great about it so, so that's how I'm. I'm more aligned to this philosophy. I would say
0: that's really inspiring. Yeah. Like, I wanted to know, like, what is your typical day at Propel as a CTO?
1: <laughs> that's another interesting question. I would say. Uh, so, so if I have to say my typical day, so first thing first, that uh, every day when I come to office, okay. Uh, see, I'm, I'm nothing without my team to be very frank. okay. So first thing that I start is uh, first meeting is with my team only, where we all sit together and we just talk about what we did yesterday, what are we going to do today, and what are we planning to do today, and what is our uh, tomorrow's plan sort of a thing. That's how our uh, kickoff is start for the day. So where I, uh, from that conversation, I, I get a lot of insight, like get a lot of understandings where is my requirement to help them and resolve and provide them support to get their issues resolved so that uh, they can be productive and they can be uh, getting uh, more uh, better uh, work done, I would say. Okay, Uh, so apart from that, uh, just to highlight here also, I also block my calendar for every two hours every day because uh, I still take a role of architect in the company and I do my development work during that two hours. And um, and then uh, I have like every half an hour, half an hour sort of a day after that, like I do a meeting with my architectural team. We have a, with the senior members team to talk about those, uh, as in our previous talk, we talked about product changes that is required, Pan-India movement and all. So that whether are we following those right architectures, whether are we going on the right directions, any architectural things which is aligned and things like that. So so that's how I talk and we we try to set up our vision alignments with the organizations and the uh, Propel Vision itself along with that. Apart from that. Uh, uh, then my lot of other days uh, i generally uh, schedule a lot of meetings and get meetings also to collaborate with the other team members uh, other uh, uh, to help them and support them to achieve their goals and targets so generally that's how my uh, a day ends mostly
0: that's nice to know most of the parliament have been <laughs> ended up here with this question yeah. But uh, let's move on to another one uh, which is like how many people are required for a tech support at a fintech company just like
1: <laughs> this is see this is a very uh, i would say i would say it's a very uh, very specific questions to a specific organization i would say or the specific domain or the setup that we have it so it depends basically it depends on what a stage we are uh, how our different uh, partnerships with different business entities are there how our uh, internal uh, uh, operations are being set up or SOPs what we standard of operation procedures are being set up Uh, how our alliances are being uh, there so just to give you an instance like for example uh, like if you go to the NBFC things like we are also an aggregator of NBFC so few nbfcs when we when we onboard an nbfc few nbfcs comes with an offline way of doing a business with that few nbfc comes with like full-fledged api way of doing with us so so depends on that like uh how the uh, uh depends on that like uh, we have to extend some sort of an support or the tech support that is required at that and uh, so as we as i think as 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 we are moving more digital, the tech support need is going to be decreased. Uh, so right now, it depends on that arrangement. So as we like NBFC side, as we are going more API driven, as most of the NBFC is now coming with API driven. The one who are working with offline is now coming. So that way we will reduce it. Apart from that, as I mentioned, like you know, we are also moving like pan India sort of a concept where we are moving into and percolating into. Different demography, tier one, tier two, tier three cities, and all uh, different uh, sort of a, a, a target groups are going to be there. So their own challenges are going to be there. So any any product, any solutions that we are building at initial stages, we may need some sort of support. Uh, but just to give you the number, I would say that varies as uh, that varies on the setup to setup. Uh, So as we become more digital, I think, uh, and more uh, API driven, more digital, more system driven thing, uh, these numbers are going to be decreased. Uh, For us right now in propelled, I think we are able to handle with one tech support guy for all our tech thing uh, uh, comfortably so far. So I think that's how we are going right now.
0: That's amazing. Uh, that takes us uh, to the end of the interview. Uh, I, I would like to know like, if you have any closing message for all of our listeners. Uh,
1: I would say that uh, only one closing message. See, uh, very Two important things. Uh, first, uh, get yourself aligned with the problem that you are trying to solve. Uh, that's how you will able to get more motivated and be able to contribute well. Okay, I know like, uh, it's not always possible to get the problem that you are interested, but if you really get an opportunity to get that, grab it and go with that, because that's going to change your uh, life as in like, you know, as a developer, as a thinker, as a problem. And at the end, you will get some bit of satisfactions by doing that small contributions to that. And I think that is how I'm also aligned right now. So that's one thing very important. Uh, the next thing I think is very important uh, for anything is like unwinding yourself uh, in any setup and that's very important. So if you're not unwinding, I think we we can't be productive enough. So every hard work requires some sort of an uh, reward. So I would say that we should definitely, like if I'm doing like four hours hardship work, then I deserve to have a half an hour or 45 minutes uh, fun as well. So, always include like some sort of a fun, some sort of an unwinding activity like going out with friends, chatting or like sports, playing, any damn thing that makes your thing uh, just, it's more like uh, like you are running your, uh, I would say like uh, a CPU at high computation, then it requires a fan to cool it down. So, you need to cool it down for some period. So, I think these are the two things I would say
0: that's great closing message i think we all need to take a little breaks and follow the pomodoro technique as they say so yeah thank you so much for your time it was great having this conversation with you it was really insightful and um we are just glad that we had you on our platform today
1: yeah thanks a lot thanks a lot for uh, uh letting me come out with my thoughts as well That's great. Thanks. Thanks a lot.
0: Thank you so much.